Conferences are back. And there's an opportunity to reunite and learn. You can be a body at a conference and float from party to party, or you can consider how to make the most of your conference, which is not to say that can't include parties. Welcome to Drive Time Marketing. Welcome to Drive Time Marketing, tips, tricks, and tools to take your marketing to new and profitable destinations. The growth and development of you and your staff should always be on your plan, particularly if you're in marketing. Marketing technology, platforms, and insights are constantly evolving, as are our customers. And every year, millions of dollars are spent in talent acquisition. Yet, nearly too many new employees quit their jobs within six months often pointing to a lack of training as a primary reason. I've mentioned this before, but time and time again, I've found managers putting nice people into roles and then letting them figure it out on their own or elevating high performers into positions, but not providing the proper training for them to succeed. Additionally, as responsible marketers, we're faced with understanding the relationship between what we do and the desired result, proving the efficacy of social media, explaining how and why our websites work and the role it plays in reaching our goals, and taking a wealth of data and leveraging it to show a correlation between what we're doing and the results we're creating. Casino marketing shifts constantly, and that's why it's important to enhance our information and skills. There are a variety of casino conferences out there. Some are for players only, while others are for industry professionals. And the type of event you choose to go to will depend on the purpose of the conference. A casino conference is an excellent opportunity to network with other marketers and learn a few new things. It's also a good place to find out what's going on in the world of online gambling. You might even meet some potential clients if you're on the B2B side like I am. Conferences like IGA, G2E, and regionals like WIGA and OIGA and the raving conferences offer a variety of sessions for marketers. They also offer the opportunity to network and build your personal brand. All it takes is one new relationship to change your career or your business. One great connection can lead you to new job opportunities, partnerships, and content creation. One new idea, if it's the right one, can change the way you approach all your work. Another benefit of attending conferences are trading notes on processes and tactics with people in our industry, and an opportunity to test drive or demo tools under consideration and above all else, there's the learning. It's why we think Casino Marketing Bootcamp is so unique. Casino Marketing Bootcamp is a hit, so we're taking it on the road. Announcing regional and custom bootcamps built specifically for you and the topics on your mind. Click the link in our show notes for more information. And we're back. Did you like that little transition? <laughs> Let's talk about how to make the most of your casino conference attendance. First, you have to figure out what you want to get out of the event. After you've determined that an event is the right fit, it's important to understand your goals before you arrive at the event. Knowing what you want to get out of the event will help you to figure out what to prioritize. Is the goal of the event to meet a lot of people? Is it to meet a specific person? Are you looking to set up a partnership of some sort for your company? Are you looking for clients? Are you looking for additional new employees? Are you primarily trying to learn from speakers and less concerned with networking? 
The way you approach the event, the sessions you choose, and the people you talk to all depend on your reason for being there. Figure out that objective before you hit the conference floor. Also, you'll want to figure out who you want to meet before the event. Who's going to be at the conference? You can probably figure out a list of attendees if you pay close attention to things like LinkedIn or Twitter. Or you can follow the conference hashtag. You can check out the agenda. Ask your existing network to see who else is going to be there. If you have people that you know you want to connect with, having that information in advance is a huge advantage. You can brush up on their work or subject area and perhaps tailor a few questions in advance. This kind of preparation can help you leave an impression, but it also makes conversation easier because you won't need to scramble for things to talk about. Most conferences also have a way for you to connect pre-event. Again, use the conference hashtags, see who else is tweeting about being at the event and what kind of topics they'll be talking about. It's not a bad idea to engage with people on social media before the conference starts. Again, Twitter and LinkedIn are the usual culprits. Joining the discussion can give you a sense of who's going to be there and what they want to talk about. And depending on the size of the conference, it might also lead to in-person conversation starters. Oh, you're the one who was talking about XYZ on Twitter. Another tip, sleep. Seriously. I know it sounds more like a life tip than a conference tip, but it's both. It's especially important for conferences because sleep is the first thing that goes out the window. If you travel for a conference, it's easy to wind up on the low end of sleep. You try to go to bed at a normal time, but jet lag gets to you. Or it's a little harder to fall asleep in a hotel room. Or you stay out late at a conference cocktail party. You know yourself best, but don't underestimate the power of a good night's sleep. The more alert you are, the better able you'll be able to learn from speakers and feel more comfortable meeting a bunch of new people. Another tip that some casino conference veterans have is to manage your diet. Just like sleep, diet is easy to lose track of when you travel. And I'm not talking about dieting to lose weight. I'm just talking about a daily healthy diet that gives you the proper nutrients. Travel messes up your routines, but sleep, exercise, and diet can all have a major effect on your mood and energy. When you go to a conference, have a plan in place to make sure you don't grab what's easiest, which is usually some kind of fast food. Packing healthy snacks can help keep the hunger at bay, so you can choose a healthier food option instead of going into a McDonald's walk-up or eating gummy bears like I usually do. After the last two, you probably know what's coming next. If you're someone who usually works out, don't neglect exercise while you're at a conference. Steal a few moments in the hotel gym you'll feel more refreshed and prepared to get what you need out of the day. There's actually another potential benefit of going to the gym. You'll run into other people from the conference in an environment that's outside of the event itself. Another great tip is to stay at the conference hotel. I know a lot of people will often have to opt for a cheaper option that may be further away, but the conference hotel is where the most conference attendees will be staying, and staying in that hotel gives you more opportunities to network with them. That's just logic. It might not get you 100 extra connections, but it doesn't need to, even if all it leads to is splitting an Uber back from happy hour or some silence-filling small talk about the hotel room or the amenities. Those little moments can be worth it. Review the agenda and pick sessions in advance. You don't want to be making decisions on the day of the conference. If you have a clear objectives, it should be relatively straightforward to pick out the breakout sessions that interest you most. Side note, it's kind of why we keep 
Casino Marketing Bootcamp as a single track experience because we believe sharing all those sessions is valuable to everybody. But I digress. If a promising connection is going to be at a specific session, you can make adjustments when you need to. But reviewing the agenda and having a plan will also help you know which sessions would be okay missing and which ones are a must-see. And that'll help you schedule any side meetings. And if you've got any questions about which sessions to attend, you could probably find videos of the speakers and that will give you a little more insight into their style and the topic in general. It helps you to know whether you really want to listen to that speaker. Talk titles give some information, but sometimes a speaker or panel will take an angle you weren't expecting and you lose interest. Or it might be even more relevant to you than you expected. Watching in advance can help you figure that out. Second, it gives you context. If you're getting exposed to a new idea for the first time during a session, it can be hard to keep up with or come up with good questions. And when you watch old talks in advance, the ideas germinate and you'll get more out of the in-person session. Another great tip is to check out the map of the conference space. Now, mind you, some of these conferences are a little bit more intimate, but some of them are really huge. Looking at the conference space before you attend minimizes the number of things you need to worry about during the conference itself. You don't want to be running around searching desperately for the nearest bathroom, and you don't want to scramble to each session. And when you know where things are and where you're going, it's easier to relax, focus on learning, and meeting people. Knowing where things are also means you can help people out. If someone is looking for the bathroom, you'd be able to say, oh, it's down this hallway to the left. Before you leave, set your out-of-office reply. I can't tell you how many times I get out-of-offices that are really old and dated. Make sure people aren't expecting anything from you back at work. You don't want to come back to angry emails. This is a quick tip, but it's also an opportunity. As with most out-of-office replies, you'll probably want to refer people to one of your colleagues if they need immediate help. If you're on the B2B side and you produce a lot of content, consider tossing a link in your email signature. Make sure you have a way to collect contact information and to give contact information. You could end up with a lot of business cards and when you go search for your own card, you end up pulling everyone else's rather than yours. Or you get back and you totally forget about them until the next week when they show up shredded away or washed away in your clothes. It's always a good plan to have a way to collect the contact information and to remember what it was about that person so that you can follow up properly. Then try to follow up as soon as possible. You don't want to have a great conversation and then never talk to someone again. The point of a conference isn't just to meet people, it's to network with them. If you go to a conference with a networking goal in mind, you need to make sure that you stay in touch with people after the conference. If you go to the conference without a networking goal in mind and you end up meeting new people, you still want to make sure you stay in touch with them. Your level of follow-up depends on the kind of relationship you want to have with somebody. If you made an interesting connection and you want to stay in touch with, but don't see any immediate opportunities, a simple, it was great to meet you email is enough. It can also be a good idea to pass along an interesting piece of content based on something you discussed. And if you're interested in developing a closer relationship with that person, try to set up a phone call. Even 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one time outside the conference context can be enough to begin a lasting relationship. I try to follow up with thank you cards as much as possible. When was the last time you sent a handwritten thank you card? If you had a really great conversation with somebody, sending a handwritten card, I know it's old fashioned, 
is next level follow-up and it will definitely make you stand out. And you don't need to limit yourself to the people you spoke with directly. You can also send a card to organizers or specific speakers, both groups of people who are very busy and might miss a standard email and might have missed your interaction simply because there were so many people vying for their attention. My favorite thing is to take pictures with attendees and use them for social media. This is a super simple way to network and spread the news on social. Tagging people in your posts increases that they'll share it, and if you use the conference hashtags, other people will see it too. You never know when you'll need material for a new scrapbook. One of the things that I do in advance of a conference is to find detailed notes on a speaker. I try to find their Twitter handle or LinkedIn, anything that I can tag them with as I go through the session, snap a picture, and then post something later on. Now, one of the things that I saw in an old column was to bring a power strip, but power strips are not at the top of your packing list. What should be is an extra power bank. You never know when you're going to run out of battery life and you want to make sure that you're ready to take a picture, to post something, to share a contact. Another great tip as you're preparing for a conference attendance is to have an elevator pitch and rehearse it. You're going to get asked, what do you do? An average of 90 bazillion times at any given conference. You want to make sure that you have a good answer. And what makes a good elevator pitch? You want it to be clear, descriptive, and emotional. You want to say what you do in simple terms that demonstrates why it matters. If you don't have a rehearsed elevator pitch already, you can use conferences to test what people respond to. And always have some simple conversation starters. What did you think of the last speaker? Hi, I'm Julia. I don't think we've met. How did you hear about this event? What made you decide to come? What sessions are you going to? I thought, insert name of session, looked really interesting. If you can, bring a friend or coworker. Having someone else that you know at the event can take a lot of pressure off. When you aren't worried about standing around doing nothing, it can actually be a lot easier to put yourself in front of new people. You don't necessarily need to arrive with the person either. Reach out to your network before the event to see if anyone else is going. Even a loose connection will likely be happy to have someone else they know. One caveat is that there are always people at the conference who only talk to people they already know. Having a colleague to hang out with is great, but make sure it doesn't stop you from meeting new people. And get to know the organizers. They're great and underappreciated. If you have the opportunity, definitely introduce yourself to the organizers of the event. They love to hear that their work is appreciated and will probably have some useful tips for you in return. For example, an organizer can tell you where to find things at a conference. They can help introduce you to other attendees they know. They can suggest speakers and sessions to attend and recommend restaurants, coffee shops, and bars in the area. And then my last tip is to present to your team when you get back. You learned a lot at the conference and took great notes. Present to your team so that everyone can share in the knowledge you come back with. Thank you for joining me this week on Drive Time Marketing. By the way, I'll be in Las Vegas next week at the Casino Marketing and Technology Conference. So if you're going to be there, let me know. Thank you for joining us on Drive Time Marketing. If you like what you heard today, rate and review so other marketers can find us. You can also sign up for our newsletter at the link in the show notes. And if you're looking for more in-depth knowledge and training, Join us at our next Casino Marketing Bootcamp event. Until next time, keep driving towards your goals with great marketing.